Welcome to the Bride Vibes podcast. We are here with our first episode. I am Eve. I am the creator of the Bride Vibes group. I'm Maggie. I'm a moderator in the Bride Vibes group. And I am Jasmine. I am also a moderator in the Bride Vibes group. Fabulous. And so we are going to kind of just take this first episode to just kind of talk about ourselves a little bit and our experience with wedding planning and weddings and the group over the past three years I've been doing it. I think probably like two and a half for Maggie and probably close to a year and a half or two for Jasmine. So uh, I am not married engaged and have been engaged for two years and have like zero wedding planned because it's super stressful and expensive and I have not done it. <laughs> but the other two here are married. Yeah, we're champions. Yeah, you guys are are bad asses. Um, so let's kind of talk about you guys a little bit, and um, let's start with Maggie. When was your wedding? Friday the 13th <laughs> of October, um, back in 2017. Wow. Wow. That was, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it was just yesterday. I remember it. <sighs> it was so, it just doesn't seem like it was almost three years ago. <laughs> That's oh, crazy. I know. When our two-year anniversary crept up on us, I was like, holy shit. Where did the time go? So tell us about your wedding. And let's say, tell us about what was the most stressful part of planning and what was the most, uh, your favorite part of your wedding. And just kind of tell us about it. Um, I didn't have anything that was like so stressful that it, lingered over me for any long amount of time um yeah a few of my bridesmaids were not local so that was a little stressful but not even in the sense that it stressed me out it was it was it was just a little chaotic which was fine i love chaos we know this i can't really think of anything that that was i was so lucky i had kind of contacts in the industry that were willing to help me out because I've helped them out in other ways. So I had like a a person to just, I could literally text him at all hours of the night and be like, I just thought of this and had this nightmare and I need to, we need to figure this out now. And it's three o'clock in the morning and he would text me back like two hours later and be like, you're insane, but here. Here's the solution. Here's the solution. Here's what we've done when this has come up before in other um, events. So yeah, nothing was super stressful. I was really worried and really stressed about actually about like, I had 400 different things that I had kind of picked out and, and in my head, it was like, this is all either going to look really awesome together or this is all going to look like absolute shit together. I'll sign my name on either. It'll be fun no matter what. (laughs) But it was, it was, that was a little, and again, not even stressful, just like nerve wracking that when that day finally came and I was going to see everything all together, like all the bridesmaids dresses together, all the stuff I made, all the colors I picked, all the centerpiece designs and stuff like that. And it ended up, I 
to me, it ended up working out really well. I was really excited. But yeah. So I was a really uh, laid back bride. Yeah. If you could, if you had to go back and do a wedding over again, is there something you would have done differently? Or do you think you did it all awesome? Um, I... I'm happy with my photographer with my photos. I was happy with the photographer that we got, but I went with like a corporation, like a big company that yeah. assigned a photographer to us. And we got lucky. We ended up getting assigned the photographer that we like consulted with to begin with. Right. But I would have, I would have enjoyed, I think a more one-on-one experience. And then, and I would have been able to probably do like engagement photos or something like that. So, yeah. Oh, one more thing I would have done or made sure I did more of was um, I would have gotten more bottles of vodka. <laughs> more booze. For booze. We, we supplied our own bar, which was awesome. And um, my, I wouldn't say planner. He was like my wedding guru. He had to run out and get like an, another handle of Tito's. <laughs> I severely miscalculated the state of alcoholism in my friends and family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that'll, that'll happen. And so, like, what was your favorite part about your wedding? Like, what just went so perfectly that it was your favorite part? Honestly, our vows. And that's such a cliche thing. Like, the actual wedding part was, you know, my favorite part. But we uh, we worked really hard um, with our officiant on our vows. It was they were very specific to us. There was like a couple little like innuendos in there that like not a lot of people picked up on. And, you know, my husband and I were like giggling <laughs> at, at, in front of everyone. And I don't know, we kind of cracked a couple jokes. I've told you guys that story. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was probably my favorite part. And then my second favorite part, <laughs> I got to bring this up is I got all my bridesmaids out on the dance floor during the reception and serenaded them with, uh, thank you for being a friend, <laughs> the, Golden oh. Girl, <laughs> the Golden Girl theme song. Like, not like with the microphone, like all crazy about it. It was more quiet, like laid back, hush, hush. Lucky but I, I was singing. I was like, uh, they were all in like a circle around me and I, we were all singing and I was like singing to them. That's I like specifically made that happen because I love the Golden Girls. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, that was fun. Well, cool. Your turn, Jasmine. You're in the hot seat. Yeah. Now Now you gotta. I hope you you've prepared your notes for this. Um. So when was your wedding? My wedding was October 26th of 2018. Oh, so almost a year exactly later than Maggie's. Yeah. October brides are the best. You should get married in October, Eve. Obviously. <laughs> this October? <laughs> Probably not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, there's plenty more to choose from. Okay. <laughs> Maybe next October. <laughs> so uh, what was, like, the most stressful part of planning for you? Um... It's such a hard question because, like, I don't feel like there was anything that was overwhelmingly stressful yeah. or at least not, like, one thing that I can pinpoint. I will say we had a – by the time we got married, we were engaged for two and a half years. Yeah. That itself was probably the most stressful, but we had plans of, you know, wanting to buy a house and everything like that. 
So just kind of like accumulating all these different ideas and just going back and forth between like color schemes. And even though I'm always such an advocate of long engagements because it allows you to like um, save up money and just kind of really get what you want. It created this whole like opportunity for me to be indecisive and usually I'm not. So I guess that was kind of stressful. We did a lot of, um, bringing in our own things so like linens and charger plates and it wasn't stressful but just trying to find the right vendor um, to purchase from and to make sure that they weren't colors that they would run out of because that would have really sucked so yeah that I mean my guest bedroom was like wedding city so that was yeah. a little <laughs> overwhelming <laughs> but um it ended up working out really good so I'm glad that I kind of did it that way I feel like also having been engaged for quite some time now, I can really identify with the idea that it just gives me so much time to be indecisive. Like, yes, when we first got engaged, I was like, okay, I, you know, here are the options. I'm sure we can, you know, do this or this or this. And now throughout the time I've been like, or we could do that. Or we could yeah. do that. I'm not in any rush. Like we could do this or that. If we saved up for a long time, we could do something really bougie. Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> it's just so many options just, uh, but I've chosen none of them. <laughs> it's and not even just with, you know, like color schemes too, just like venues and vendors yeah. and all that stuff. It's, all of the deals change, you know, six months from another six months, a year from another year. And you're just yeah. like, oh my God, who do I go with? Yeah. It's funny too, because we're like, we're constantly bombarded with other people's ideas in the group. So yeah. I feel kind of lucky because by the time I found the group and came in as a member, I only had a few months until it was my wedding. So I didn't have this like, jot this down make this note this idea is a great idea I'm gonna steal that idea because that's awesome it was like yeah. everything's kind of already set in stone I'm just here <laughs> yeah meanwhile Carrie and I started the group before I was even engaged <laughs> and that's my right. <laughs> yeah and my now fiance right? um say what didn't you get engaged at some spaghetti festival Yes, it was Spaghetti Fest, which is not about spaghetti as much as that would be great. Now, um, and, you know, and Michael, who's my now fiance, also has been in the group since the beginning. And so like, we both just seen all of these ideas come through before we were even engaged. And, you know, now before we really even started planning, it's just so many ideas. Yeah, there's a ton of ideas. And it's it's really nice to see like all the different tastes and vibes that everyone has because there's some things that I look at now and I'm like, why didn't I think of that? So yes, you didn't really have a whole lot of stress. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I guess there's always like those moments, like even if it's just a day or a week or yeah. whatever that, you know, I mean, waiting for, of course there's mine. Um, of course, like, RSVPs can be a little stressful, but everyone was pretty good for the most part about just kind of letting me do my thing. Yeah. Um, but not not super stressful. Since we did bring in everything, I think my biggest stress was who's going to clean all this stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 
that kind of uh, <laughs> that that worked oh, itself yeah. out. So my mom was she was running around. She whipped her shoes off. She's like, "It's midnight. Time to clean up." I'm like, "All right, <laughs> thanks." <laughs> And so, um, what was like your favorite part of your wedding? Was there, tell, yeah, just tell us about your wedding. Oh, okay. Um, gosh, my favorite part. Well, having it be done and over with, and I hate saying it like that, but I think it's, you know, the two and a half year buildup, you really want to see how does your vision come together? Like Maggie was saying, like there's so many parts that go to it and kind of like being there throughout the setup for the reception. Some brides are kind of like, no, I just want someone else to take care of that. I was very particular with how I wanted things set up. So seeing all that come together, I really, really enjoyed. Uh, of course, you know, marrying my husband, that's number yeah, one, right? right? Um, but... <laughs> well, just make me seem like an asshole. Well... <laughs> I mean, I guess that's I kind am, of important. So it's okay. No, we have little things that really were just personal to us. Um, even though some people probably like laughed and joked, uh, we had a tequila ceremony instead of doing like sand or anything like that because we collect shot glasses with every trip that we take. So we ended up, I had shot glasses made for us with our names on it and our wedding date and just like little things. Mm-hmm. We had. Some WWE mixed in there. Um, we walked in with championship belts, and our cake topper was from New Orleans. It was like a skeleton bride and groom. So, just little things that were special to us, even though other people were like, "What the hell is going on here?" <laughs> um, like we we really enjoyed that. So I like that we stayed true to who we were and like the things that we love and the things that we fell in love with together. And then, of course, like having the traditional like fanciness, I guess you could say. Right. Right, right, for sure. And yeah. So, uh, if um, you had to do a wedding over again, would there be anything you would do different, or you think you kind of nailed it? Um, I think I nailed it in a sense of once I finally figured out like what my vision was, what was important to him, because there are certain things that like he wanted nothing to do with, and then there are certain things where he's like. Yeah, I got this. Mostly the midnight snack. Yeah. That was his big thing. Um, I feel like we we made it about us and then just kind of like involving other people to celebrate. If I could change something, I guess a couple of things, I and maybe this is a topic for later, so I'll just hit on it lightly, but I honestly wouldn't have had a wedding coordinator. Um, it did not work out well for me. Mm. Um I mean, I, there was a lot of missed opportunities with having one that I was very disappointed with. So that was, that was a pet peeve of mine all day long. Um, And then even though I love fall and we live in Michigan, so like we have one of the most beautiful falls there is, I really would have done a destination wedding because I feel like it would have cut back on a lot of unnecessary things. Yeah, I'm interested in hearing about your wedding coordinator. My wedding coordinator. Ooh. I said hearing all that from Jasmine just makes me think of all these things that I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. I, actually, I should have done this differently. We'll put a pin in the wedding coordinator. I will. Hold on. Yeah. 
I, one thing just remembered, I can't believe that I forgot about this because this was kind of stressful when it happened and it, it was like shocking and it was like, oh my God, what the fuck am I going to do? A week before our wedding, our officiant, and mind you, our officiant, we went to go meet with this guy off like yeah. Wedding Wire, Wedding B, Thumbtack, whatever it was, the what the knot, I forget where we found him. And we went and I, my husband was really not into it. I was just like, let's go meet with him. And then we kind of have like a baseline of what we want to look for in an officiant when we start looking at other people. And if, you know, if we continue the search, our like 20 minute, no um, obligation consultation, free consultation turned into like a two hour conversation with this man. He was amazing. Um, we meshed so well with him. He is fantastic. I don't know if he's still alive, <laughs> but Reverend Giovanni, if you're listening, I love you. Um, he had like um, oh a minor seizure or some crazy thing like a week before our wedding. And so Damn. they had to find a replacement. And the, the replacement was great. He was awesome. Um, but it was really sad. I was really excited to like yeah look back on pictures and see this little Italian man. <laughs> Reverend G. And obviously I was like really worried. Like, oh my God, I hope it's okay. Like, you know, gets back to good health and whatever. Yeah, exactly. But it was stressful. It was, uh, it was like, if (laughs) it's stressful, but I was also like, this is the only thing that goes wrong. Yeah, definitely. All right. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. And my dad dropped an entire (gasps) sheet cake of pie, um, on the street uh taking it out of his truck yeah we didn't have cake we had pie Mm, sounds good um and he dropped like a whole sheet of apple (sighs) in the street and he felt so bad and i was like dad it's okay we have like eight other pies we have enough pie for a small army it'll be fine he Mm. was just like so embarrassed and like so upset at himself i was like it's it's okay dad you can still walk me down the aisle okay (laughs) <laughs> not taking that privilege away yet but don't drop another pie <laughs> it's so funny that you you said like you just remembered these things because like I feel like just from kind of watching you know the group over the past three years I feel like there are so many little things during wedding planning mm-hmm. that just seem huge at the time and are just like huge stressors at the time and then you know obviously you're looking back later i mean i'm sure i can go back and look in like our group chats during wedding planning for you guys and find things that you guys were like pulling your hair out over oh yeah but but like now it's not they're just not as big of a deal anymore because it's done. It's They're over. Really Your wedding was great. I, mean, I guess, beautiful. you know, depending on the type of bride that you are, I know certain things like you might still hold a grudge to, but there, I mean, I was having a fit over some of the dumbest things. And I'm like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like who cares? Like no one cares exactly if you, how many sheet cakes yeah. you have in the back. Like no one's counting them. They don't care. That was like one of the silliest things. And my mom had to put me in check real quick. She's like, you need to relax. For sure. Okay. Um, before we get into your wedding coordinator story, I wanted to do a little ad for wedding mix, <laughs> which is not sponsored. We're not getting paid to do this, but I wanted to kind of plug this great service. 
and offer a gift um, to all of our listeners and all of our members of our group, which you can find the link to in the show notes. And uh, this gift is from Wedding Mix, which is the fun and modern way to create your wedding video. It's a, a company that really just thinks you shouldn't have to completely forego a wedding video just because your budget doesn't allow for a full videographer to capture your day. They've built a great platform that allows you to compile all of the wedding photos and videos that you and your guests take, even leading up to the wedding, and put it all in one place, and they can make a wedding video for you using your content. They've got packages that will even go as far as to send you cameras, sound recorders, and even some selfie sticks for you and your wedding party to use to get that special behind-the-scenes footage for your big day. They've got over 500 five-star reviews on The Knot and Wedding Wire, and they're available worldwide. And personally, my favorite part about Wedding Mix is even if you do have a videographer to capture your day, that videographer isn't going to be there to capture the first time you try on your dress or your hair and makeup trial or picking out items for your registry with your fiance or your bridal shower or the bachelorette party or asking your bridesmaids to stand with you or the morning after your wedding when you're finally married or getting ready for the honeymoon and all the other little moments that kind of come together to make your wedding the beautiful and unique day that it is. But with Wedding Mix, you're not limited to those six or eight hours on the busiest day of your life. Seriously, they're an awesome company that provides a great service. And if you want to learn some more about that and get a free package from them, um, you can join our group and uh, check them out. So tell me about your wedding coordinator blues. Well, uh, and real quick. Maggie, just to kind of like with your dad dropping the pie, my father-in-law dropped an entire tray of lemon shell lemon cello shots at my reception <gasps> down yeah, down the front part of his tuck <gasps> before we took any pictures. No. So, oh no. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. That was interesting. And then on top of that, he um interrupted the mother and son dance to offer his or well my husband and my mother-in-law a shot of limoncello in his honor wedding video (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's very proud of himself um but yeah so our coordinator i was actually i didn't need anyone to be a wedding planner like i already had the wedding planned i just needed someone's help with setup and cleanup so right Kind of like a day of, but her package was not really a day of. It was more so like a month of. So like leading up to everything, getting in contact with your vendors, making sure everything was good to go. And like those were all things that I was perfectly fine taking care of. My vendors were very relaxed and um, weren't really over the top. I One of or my photographer was a friend of mine who like a legit photographer, but we happen to be friends too. Um, hair and makeup was also a friend of mine as well. DJ was really cool. Like it, I just didn't need anyone to do that for me, but, right. um, I had asked her to really just focus on like helping me to get the reception put together and then helping to clean it up. I did not realize how much the reception, um, like the venue coordinator and all the staff, I didn't realize how much they actually did. They laid out all linens they put down the chargers with the plates and the napkins like once I showed up to set up like little things my I was I felt so relieved because I'm like oh my gosh there's not that much left to do this is awesome I didn't know they did that much so 
definitely ask your venue um, how much they set up before you feel like you have to bring somebody else in to help out. Usually, but... uh, usually venue staff like that, they're really like the unsung heroes of the wedding. Yes. Like, it's, uh, it's remarkable. I remember at my venue, there was one maintenance guy. Um, and he was the person who brought out all the tables, set out all the chairs, put down all the linens. Um, if we had anything, any of the big furniture that like if we wanted, there was like a piano that we could have had out. There was this big, um, I can't even think of the name of the guy. Like It's like an armoire type thing. It was an old mm-hmm. community house that we did our wedding at. And like they were like, we can move this for you if you want it out of the way for pictures or anything or blah, blah, blah. And it was this one guy. And he did it all. Superman. Literally Superman. I wish I remembered his name because I'd give him a shout out as if he'd ever listen to this. (laughs) Just in case he likes to listen to wedding podcasts. Just in case. You never know. Maybe he's got a daughter. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they really, and I'm definitely not like saying, oh, never get a wedding planner. It just. Right. I think it just depends on like the vision and where you're getting married and like how much of it do you like how much responsibility do you mind not having? Yeah. And what ended up happening the day of the wedding, she I didn't know where she was in the morning. Uh, She eventually got to me, which, you know, great. And then, you know, the whole lineup thing, I am very much someone who is on time and I I hate it because. I get very anal about it. Oh, but if you're not early, you're late. That's yeah. how I live. <laughs> and like my mom's whole thing is if we're late, we're not going. So like I kind of took that mentality <laughs> from her. Um, but it was just very stressful because everything was running behind. And I'm like, I don't want to be that wedding that starts late. I know they all do. But um, right. so at the end of it, I had told her that I really wanted to do family photos. We got married outside at a gazebo. I was like, I really want to do family photos at the gazebo real quick then people can take off so we can do group or wedding party shots and she did not deliver that for me um she was supposed to clear everybody out and instead people hung around until I came back outside to say hello and do all these like chatting and I mean, what are you going to tell your aunt? Like, right. no, I'm not going to talk to you right now. So, right. of course, you know, I'm saying hi to my guests and I'm just looking around for my wedding planner. Like, what is going on here? Like, I'm paying you to be the rude person. Right. And she didn't. And um, my matron of honor actually stepped up and said to her, you know, I, she wants family photos. Like, you're supposed to be telling these people to leave. And she goes, yeah, well, I tried and yelled at me. And she's okay. like, so what? Like, that's, like, that's this your is job. What you're being paid your job do. is like, to get yell yelled at. at. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Be yeah. assertive. Unfortunately, I did miss out on um, certain family photos. I mean, by the time we actually took them, it was already at the reception. We were all sweaty. It was a little misty that day. So yeah. they did not turn out as good as what I had wanted. So if there's anything that I would do differently, I probably would have just nixed her and had you know I, I feel like I would have gotten the pictures if I would have just had my patron of honor get on right. the microphone and yell <laughs> did you oh, yeah. did, guys, oh. did you <laughs> yeah. um did you guys do a first look we did not do a first look I wanted to because I just thought that would help too but my husband was like so against that really like, I, 
I'm going to see you for the first time walking down the aisle. I'm like, oh my god, all right. Um, Did he cry at least when you walked down the aisle? No, <laughs> didn't even get then the required the reaction. I was so like, I kept looking at him, thinking, and I could see that he was holding it back. And he's like, I didn't want to look like a little bitch. I'm like, oh my god, no! If there's any day you should look like a little bitch, it's on your wedding day. When you I see know. your bride yeah. come down the aisle on your wedding day, I and on any thought. the day of your children's birth. Right. Yeah, he didn't cry then either. Oh my god, uh, what is he a robot? <laughs> he was just so in shock at what was happening. I mean, this is a wedding podcast, so I'll keep that short, but. He was so in shock, like, seeing our daughter being, like, lifted up in the air that he wasn't even paying attention to me at that moment. And I'm like, uh, I'm kind of throwing up. Like, I need you to help me here. Um, but he just, yeah, it, I wish I had a videographer for that, honestly. But, um, just what it makes you births? I don't know. I bet they do, honestly. I mean, it's a little late now, but... <laughs> <laughs> for next the next time one. yeah the next one um but yeah she just that that was a bad experience and then she actually left before the end of the reception so she was supposed Stop to be it. there for clean up and she didn't clean up. um oh, yeah my god i hope she didn't She's get a been, tip um see mario had that envelope and i don't know what he put in there um but the downfall is like she keeps asking me to write her you and i'm like i you don't, you don't want, want that <laughs> no <laughs> so i'm like oh no i just kind of keep ignoring wait that she message, keeps but... she keeps asking me like up to this day she's asked you recently oh yeah yeah she'll send me a message like either text me or like through facebook uh <sighs> she's like oh i'm on the knot now can you send me a message or can you write me a review and I'm there like, yeah i don't think so there are so many companies that encourage um businesses to do that to like basically harass your former clients for reviews and man i do not ever want to do that because like if somebody didn't write you a review you left a bad taste in their mouth well not not necessarily but like it means they're not as they're not enthusiastic enough to write a glowing review and i don't want any reviews that are not glowing you know what i mean like even if they're still five star like oh the pictures were great and you know they were nice whatever that's not what i want i want this changed my life you will regret your whole entire existence if you don't hide you know i want i want enthusiasm i don't want no i agree to write with a that. review so i'm writing a review and you know whatever and it doesn't I, feel the same yeah for sure for sure um i actually ended up writing a review for uh my dj and videographer once we got back to the hotel like, I was so happy with their services, and mm. I was excited. And I even told him, I was like, I'm going to go. When I get back to the hotel, I'm going to write a review. He's probably like, yeah, this bride is drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was literally laying in the bed, and I'm on their Facebook page writing a review, and he commented me back. He goes, you were serious. I'm like, yeah, you guys were awesome, but... Yeah, I just I was really ecstatic at that time. But yeah. for her, I think not I, so much. I think not I so did much. the same exact thing for uh, the we didn't do like favors we did this company called on the spot photo magnets so it was um an additional photographer that kind of just hung around in the crowd and like we gave them directions like just take candid pictures of everyone and their whole deal was um they set up like this magnetic board right in the um where everyone could see it and walk by it a bunch of times the way our our 
floor plan was laid out. Um, and they, they printed a magnet for every single person that shows up in that photo. So like everyone got to take home multiple pictures as memories of the wedding. And it was, it was really cool. I immediately went on and reviewed them because I was like, first of all, I was blown away when I found out about them in the first place. Again, thank thank you, Reverend Giovanni for that uh, recommendation. (laughs) I love you. Um, but they, they were so, they were amazing. They were absolutely phenomenal. And I immediately, yeah. like, within the, I don't think it was, like, as soon as I got back to the hotel room, but it was the next day. Um, like, as soon as I got my Facebook album of all the pictures that were taken. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. It was, and um, they were great. They were so great. <laughs> I want to touch back on your wedding coordinator thing, because yeah. I have worked with some a few coordinators and some of them have been so incredible and amazing. And uh, I don't, I know I really don't know because I'm not a coordinator and I haven't really looked into a whole lot with them. So I don't know if it's actually in their job description to like corral your family. I would feel like it is, Um, but I'm not sure, but I know I've worked with um, some wedding coordinators and day of coordinators and wedding planners who have been like super awesome at that, which I feel like is really, really important to keep your day on time. That is to make sure the one of the biggest parts of their job. So yes, corralling people is falls under that umbrella. Yeah. Um, Because I know when surprise, I'm a wedding photographer guys. (laughs) When I'm taking, (laughs) I know. Um, when I'm, you know, doing the family photos and everything is just, I mean, immeasurable help to have somebody there who was like, okay, and now you guys go and now you guys go, you stay here for another minute and get back in the photo. And now you guys go, it's just so much, it goes so much smoother and I can do that right. obviously. Cause it's also part of my job to kind of do that a little bit to make sure the pictures turn out right and everything. Um, But it's just like, it's immeasurable to keep everything flowing correctly and get it done fast. Um, And to have one (laughs) that I guess tried (laughs) and then was like, well, somebody got mad at me. It's like, well, um, (laughs) I've I've been in that situation where somebody's been like, I don't want to do pictures right now, or uh, I'm going to be in this picture, whether you want me to or not. Or um, we've had situations where it's been like, blended families where there's been you know uh, a father and his wife and then the mother and her husband type deal and I've had to kind of like finagle how that's going to go and meanwhile getting dirty looks because I don't know the backstory there right um, right and but and yeah it's sometimes uncomfortable but like at the end of the day I'm working to get the best pictures for the bride and groom not to please the family. Now, I mean, if I can get it all done and please the family, that's ideal situation. But if I have to get a dirty look or make somebody, you know, get their drink five minutes later than they wanted it, then that's that's what I have to do to get my job done. So the idea that they'd oh, be absolutely. like, mm, somebody was upset. Well, that's what happens at weddings. <laughs> and the thing is, I can't imagine that anyone got that upset with her. Like, I mean, I know some of my aunts can be like, well, no, one in particular. Um, <laughs> I'm a dad's side. So anyone on my mom's side, don't worry about it. But no, um, I know, like, I don't really feel like anyone snapped at her the way that she made it seem. Yeah. Maybe 
she like maybe they were just kind of like okay relax like it just ended I could see that type of a scenario but I specifically told her and she even asked me to like we went through a list of what family members were going to go first and then this that and the other because my brothers um okay one of my other favorite parts of my wedding was I actually had my brothers walk me down the aisle. So Aww. my you know, uh, my younger brother uh, has autism and he, you know, being at the ceremony was enough stimulation for him for the day. Yeah. And I knew, you know, chances of coming to the reception were going to be, you know, very slim to none for that. But yeah. I really wanted a picture with my brothers and I didn't even get that. I did get a picture with my brothers separately, but not together. So I have, um, you know, walking down the aisle pictures, but not like that formal setting where I I don't look like I'm about to trip over my shoes and all that (laughs) stuff. I did trip out of my shoe. (laughs) Did you? (laughs) There's a picture of it. And I'm making my own ridiculous face in it. I'm like, oh, and you can, I'm, I'm pretty sure on the video you can hear me go, oh, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> oh that's great i feel yeah, like so. i feel like for my wedding i will probably most definitely be barefoot i was gonna say just don't wear slingbacks no i don't think i'll wear shoes at all i did not wear shoes when i was a bridesmaid in my sister's wedding um and yes it was in indoors it was in a church everybody else wore shoes except oh. for my sister um because that's just like we <laughs> We are not shoes people. She was the yes. bride and she did not wear shoes. And I asked her, I had bought shoes for her wedding. And she was like, I'm not wearing shoes. And I was like, do I have to wear shoes? And she was like, no. Why would you have to wear shoes? And I was like, all right. <laughs> then I'm, I'm not. the same way. Like, I did not want to wear shoes. It was also like 42 degrees outside. So Ooh, yeah, I did Converse shoes because heels were... Uh, about to be a thing but the minute we got to the reception those suckers came off i didn't even care yeah (coughs) excuse me yeah um converse seems like a better idea than any kind of heels for me personally i feel like yeah i would just i would just die in heels i bought shoes for this sounds so extra but that's kind of who i am i bought shoes for pictures yeah, but I did not wear them. I they I tried them on. They were the most uncomfortable pair of short heels I've ever worn, and I was like, "There's no way I I can't stand in these for even more than a second. So, nah. I feel like that maybe sounds extra, but I feel like it's more common than you might think because like yeah. pretty shoes are not yeah. always very comfortable, and you want to be comfortable on wedding day. I actually had. Um, I don't know. Am I allowed to say what I do? Yeah, why not? Okay. Um, I have tried and I do hair and makeup for weddings. Um, but I, she bought a pair of $1,500 Louboutins just for pictures. And she wore those like fold up ballet slippers for the rest of the day. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I'm like, I mean, okay. I had, I did the whole like parachute for the ceremony, parachutes for the reception. But I bought my ceremony shoes on Overstock for like $30. And I actually, Adam's shoes cost more than my shoes did because I picked out a (laughs) pair of shoes and then we got him a pair of Vans like customized to kind of match them, like compliment them um, in our wedding colors. And then the Converse I ended up finding was like at Famous Footwear for buy one, get one half off. (laughs) 
<laughs> nice. It was awesome. Love a good sale. One of the, I think, weirder things about my wedding, and I'm just going to bring this up because I'm I'm a weirdo. We all know this. Like, traditionally with weddings, it's like the bride is hiding. No one can see the bride beforehand. Right. I was literally running around my venue leading up to the reception, like, greeting everyone, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, Because I just, that wasn't me. But, I, or, you know, it wasn't us. I, it wasn't, like, this big secret. It was, like, I want to see everyone. I want to see everyone's faces when they walk in and they see this place. And I want to mingle now because who knows that if I'm going to get to mingle with everyone this is just extra time for me to be able to say hi thank you for coming give you hugs yeah catch up you know a lot of these people I haven't seen in a while um so there was no like hiding in a wedding suite nobody can see the bride I I, I legitimately was like standing at the front door like hey guys what's up welcome to my wedding <laughs> But it helped. You're just your own uh, greeter there. Really, it, it helped. And I think that because I was like, and I'm not recommending that anyone be like that. Like, I get the, the superstition behind it. And I get, like, the different strokes. And that the way that I handled it is very different than what's normal. <laughs> but I think that doing that made it so that I didn't run into any of those problems with photography. And having enough time to get pictures taken and um, mm-hmm. being on such a time crunch. Like our speeches went over, but it was no big deal because nothing else had gone over at that point. I feel like a lot of planners or um, just a lot of timelines in general that people make have buffer in there just so that when something kind of runs over or starts a little late or whatever has it had because people who plan these out and know how to make a timeline they understand like something's gonna run over something's gonna run shorter you know it's it's whatever i feel like at the end of the day most weddings that i have been to um the timeline is just kind of like a rough guideline (laughs) yeah i agree so um we all run Bride Vibes, which is a Facebook group. We right now have 24,000 members. And we get about, um, I think last I checked, we get about 900 new members a month. Um, International. Yes, it is. Global. Worldwide. Worldwide. Uh, the, The majority of our brides are in the U.S., but we, I feel like we are getting more and more from other countries just as time goes on and as we grow which is pretty cool it's really cool it's really awesome to be able to uh, not obviously not firsthand to see this but like indirectly you get to kind of experience what the different um normal things for weddings in different countries Yeah, yeah cultural cultural things not even just cultural specifically like different things in different social circles too um, yeah, definitely. Like there's there's 12 definitely. different ways to do every single thing that is involved in weddings. And we get to see oh, yeah. how all of that plays out really in the group, which is awesome. Yeah. I also wanted to mention that we our group is called Bride Vibes, um, but it is for men and women and 
you know, whoever wants to basically for anybody who's getting married, um, who's part of a wedding party, who, you know, a son or daughter getting married, um, even for vendors, although we don't allow advertising for the most part, we do have a few, I guess I'll call them partners that we do sometimes do a little ad for, but that's like less than once a week type deal. Like we don't, we don't allow, what am I trying to say? You're not going to join the group and see an endless stream of ads. <laughs> that's amazing because in and, every other wedding group that I was in, it was constant ads. Yeah. Um, so we, right now, I think we have only three vendors that we really allow to um, kind of put their two cents in as, you know, like as a vendor, make a post saying, Hey, I'm a vendor. Um, just cause we don't, we understand that it gets really annoying to feel like you're being sold to all the time. And sometimes you just want to kind of talk about your planning without wondering, is this person trying to sell me something or are they trying to give me advice? Um, but <clears throat> yeah, like I was saying, anyway, the, uh, name of the group is Vi bride vibes. It's not just for brides. It's also for grooms. It's also for wedding parties. It's also for, you know, anybody in the kind of wedding sphere that wants to join and talk about wedding planning and weddings and after the weddings and proposals and anything wedding related, really. Literally anything wedding related, like down yeah. to... I don't even know. Like, what's the most <laughs> obscure? I can't. I'm like trying to think of an example. Oh, um, I mean, like they're supposed to about like wedding insurance and stuff like that. Like things you. There's mm -hmm. tons of things scrolling through that you'll read that you will not have even thought of. Yeah, and it'll probably just, freak just you going out. Down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it can be a little bit um, overwhelming at times. Um, like just kind of looking at all the problems that people have, because, you know, you're more likely to post about a problem than a solution, but then you look at like the comments and you see how many people are helping out and whatnot. But like, yeah, just scrolling down the feed, I'm looking at it right now. We've got a post about finding their wedding dress. Oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. Wow. Um, a venue, somebody needing to change their venue four months out. Um, someone that. asking, yeah. Oh Someone asking about how many venues you looked at before you chose, asking to see your wedding day earrings, asking where to find um, the groom's rings, um, trying to figure out if uneven amounts of bridesmaids and groomsmen are okay and how to do that. As and they look better in pictures, it's always okay. Yes. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> your friends are your friends. Don't, 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 um, ostracize one or add in people you don't really care about if you know if you're size even even numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I was Michael and I are probably gonna have the most uneven <laughs> because uh he's got like 10 guys he'd like on his side and I've got like no real life girlfriends. Okay, I won't totally fly to Virginia and be in your fucking wedding, whatever. <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i um that's what mike said he's like well what about you know the bride vibes girls and i was like is that weird i've you know i've known them for years now um but they also live across the country but you know we'll figure that out when people we figure travel out. farther than that for weddings all the time eve 
Right. I guess that's true. I'm saying is, yes, I will be your maid of honor. Oh, my gosh. Thanks. (laughs) My sister might be a little disappointed, but who cares? Yeah. She'll get over it. She'll get over it. Whatever. From what I've learned, you can have as many maid of honors as you want. Oh, yeah. You know, I feel like it's, you know, there are no real rules. If someone tries to tell you there are rules, they're lying. (laughs) Big lies. We can definitely get into that in another. There's etiquette, which is there are rules and that is etiquette. And then there's like traditions. Traditions are, you can break tradition. It's okay. Definitely. Maybe that'll be our next podcast. I fucking pie at my wedding. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I greeted um, everyone at the door, like like the beaver talking beaver on the highway YouTube video. Welcome, yeah. welcome to Canada. Yeah. We took tequila shots and I almost got into a fight with a guest. So I mean, hey. Ooh, is that on your wedding no video? <laughs> no, unfortunately did they, it is not. Did they put on some some like really dramatic music and try and take your WWE title belt from you? Oh my God. And then no. you guys had but, to fight. Funny story, I'll keep it short. It was Actually, someone I didn't even know, it was um, a guest Tinder date. Oh, my God. Dude, that was one thing that I was a total, I feel like I was a total bridezilla about, is, like, I gave plus ones to, I didn't give plus ones to everyone, because I'm an asshole. Did I? Maybe I did. But with some of them, especially, like, my closer friends, they, you know, had plus ones. They weren't really in if they weren't in a relationship or weren't going to be bringing like their significant other for whatever reason. I was like, please don't bring someone. I don't know. Like, this is my wedding. I don't want someone that I don't know there. And like, so no Tinder dates, nothing. Don't bring a fucking Tinder date to a wedding. Come on. Right. Yeah. I mean, I do agree with like, you know, don't bring anyone that I don't know, but a lot of like um, my husband's parents, friends, I hadn't met before. So I still had a connection on some some level. I mean, you know, I know what Tinder is, but doesn't mean I know who's on there. Yeah. So he, the guy that we invited, um, he actually was supposed to bring somebody else that he was in a relationship with. So I had her name on the seating chart, but he brought somebody totally different. So now you got to explain why her name's not there. And she was just a hot mess express the entire night. So at one point, I she was like da- dancing with some other guy, and I went up to him. I said, "You, you know, step in." And you know, he goes, "No, it's all right. I'm gonna let him do it." I mean, she's the hottest girl, anyways. And I looked at him. I said, "I'm so sorry. What? Like, cutting <laughs> is this?" Uh, okay. she's the what? Yeah, I'm like okay. Um, but yeah, time for a knuckle uh, sandwich. Time for something. We set the fire alarm off at my wedding. <laughs> oh. oh the uh, how did you do that the, um so we had the we had the best food ever at my wedding we had poochie's hot dog stand they were like grilling outside and making hot dogs and hamburgers and chicken and stuff all made to order i had cheese fries at my wedding so good luck mm. eating that everyone um <laughs> but uh and then we had like i was like some of my guests are a little bougie and they might not want barbecue for lack of a better term. So he did like a, I had this nice restaurant come in and set up a pasta bar and they set it up right under the fucking fire alarm. So like, obviously there's smoke from the skillet that they're like eating up veggies in. 
sets the fire alarm off. The sprinklers didn't go off. Thank God. Oh, thank God. Tyler I was Harsh. just waiting for that. Yeah, no. Wondering why I'd never heard about this until this moment. <laughs> Highland Park uh, Fire Department came, which was really fun because I got to go outside with my son, my niece, and I think my nephew, like, went out with me, but he got scared, so he went back in with, with my brother. Um, but we, like, got on the fire truck, and, like, I took, I have a picture of me in my wedding dress, like, in the helmet for their uniform but the i get back in and the dj's playing burning down the house it was great <laughs> it was great oh my god i loved it and uh i have a picture um in my album somewhere um of like one of the firefighters just holding a, a aluminum tray full of burgers and fries from Bucci's because <laughs> we're like sorry you guys had to come out here here's some food and then they yeah. had to come a second time because it went off again Oh my god! Oh my god! I was like, move the pasta. <laughs> it was so funny though. The second time they came, um, the DJ put on uh, Disco Inferno. Oh, burn, yeah. baby, burn! <laughs> yeah, it was great. Get that party going. It was very That's, fun. Um, that is quite something. I <laughs> that like. I just, I just, I'm thinking about it. And like, if I were a firefighter and got called twice to the same wedding, like I would just hate, I mean, thank God nothing did happen, but it like, imagine if something did happen after those first two and like there was an actual fire, they'd be like, God, these people again, like the boy who cried wolf, the, the, yeah. bride, the bride who cried fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is, um, that's crazy. I can't believe someone showed up to your wedding with a Tinder date, though. That's... <sighs> yeah. Good times. Good. I mean, there was quite a few things that happened. Uh, someone was overserved and and was throwing up all the women's bathroom. So that was pretty fun. And that uh, was my yeah. sister at the end of the night at our wedding. <laughs> I, she was hunched over the toilet. I was like yelling at her to stick her finger down her throat to make her throw up because i was like we need to leave we are the last people here let's go because i just wanted to leave yeah but i didn't want to leave my drunk ass sister as like my parents right. responsibility i felt so bad mm -hmm. so i got her yeah. in the car with like a garbage bag around her head <laughs> and then we left you're just trying to kill her i mean it was a big garbage bag there was plenty of air in there Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> it was like a contractor bag. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Oh, she's going to listen to this, funny. too, and she's going to get so embarrassed by it. Good. Christina, Good. you're a party animal. You know, it just means that she had a great time. She took, like, exactly. muscle relaxers right before she did her bridesmaid <laughs> speech, and she told everyone about how I used to make food fake field trip forms in high school to like get tens and twenties. <laughs> no, to get cash from my parents. Oh. I think that I had like 16 oh, yearbooks by the end of my senior year. And they just kept that's... paying for fake yearbooks. Oh my God. <laughs> how do you how how do you, that's that's for another podcast. We'll talk about that. They have five the kids. Podcast. That's how they have five kids. They have lots oh. of things to keep track of. Yeah, that makes much more sense. I didn't realize you had yes. four siblings. Yes. Well, it. I think um, we've 
been recording for a little over an hour. And I think uh, that's it for the first episode of the Bride Vibes podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you feel like you got to know us all a little bit today. And what are we going to talk about in our next podcast? On our next episode, we will be talking about etiquette versus tradition. What kind of stuff you can kind of throw out the window as far as for your wedding and what kind of stuff you really need to stick to so you're not a rude bride um, or groom so you don't have a rude wedding day. Um, But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We are excited to have you guys along on this podcasting journey. And uh, don't forget to check out our Facebook group if you're not already in there. You can find the link down in our show notes. It's facebook.com slash groups slash bride vibes, or you can just search on Facebook for bride vibes. And we are, I hope the only one, certainly the largest one that's been around for the longest time. Um, and, uh, the little engagement ring emoji. Oh yeah. Bride vibes, exclamation point ring emoji. That's us. 